cherries. So you're up first, huh? My daughter, Amanda, come in from Dallas and all the kids, and we had a really good visit. It was really nice. So praise the Lord. That's good. Yes. That's good. I was and hoping to bring them all to church, but they got to, they had to leave early. And then they left and went home. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two praises. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> No, I wanted to bring the kids. To, well, I actually wanted they they had planned on coming to go to church, but she got a call from her job and she's got to be there this evening. But she'll be back on the twenty second and they're gonna come to church. Okay. All right, cool. Well Lisa has a praise. Yes, I do. <laughs> go ahead, huh? This is, this is my son Zach, our son Zach. Who's uh, Zach? Wake up and, and, and <coughs> prayer as Steve's not using his walker. Praise the Lord. We have been, uh, yeah, praise the Lord. And he's here. We've been praying about that longer than we've been praying about the other. Ronnie, what's your praise? Mine's a prayer slash praise. Uh, Tara's been doing well, and now hopefully she gets a speedy recovery because... Driving early in the morning, every morning. Amen. Uh, Jerry. <laughs> I want to praise the Lord. Um, went to Tara's housewarming party, uh, and I really like her house, and I'm glad that they got it. Awesome. Good. So Good. So yeah. Good. Alvin. Okay. All right. Yeah, Alvin's kind of almost in the neighborhood. Bob, go ahead. I praise God. I got here early. I thought it was. Uh, sunrise Sunday. So, I did. Uh, well, I thought we had that cleared up last week. We, Apparently we not. My, my mind didn't get cleared. You know, I, I, I've had a, a busy week. I had a lot of exercise, road work and everything. So, uh, uh, I'm sleeping way better. So, you know, I got up pretty much my usual time and I'm thinking you know and in my mind I'm hearing sunrise Sunday and I'm like okay I'm already late it, it, that's done deal so I went on I got me some breakfast got me some oatmeal and everything and I thought well I'm not going to be later so you know I'm here and, you know, All right. I'm grateful alright we'll just keep that attitude for next week yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Who else? Yeah, Gilbert, go ahead. Yeah, I praise the Lord for awesome allowing me to be here. Uh, I was supposed to have been on my way to Mexico since Friday, but things pop up and delays and delays with this and with that. So, but the fact is that I'm here and that's I have to accomplish to be here now, and it's one. Good. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Who else? Mary. Yeah, I just want to praise and thank God for boldness. God has given me some good boldness. Take fear away. Yesterday I was in the post office and I didn't I forget what time it opened. But when I went there, it wasn't 10 o'clock as yet. So there were some people standing around, everybody, you know, quiet. I say, everybody's so quiet. Let me ask you all a question. And you, you all know Jesus Christ. <laughs> And they kind of, and they all just started talking. I said, "Yes, I do know the Lord." I said, well, "I'm glad." And there was this man behind me, and he said, "I said, do you know Jesus Christ? Have you accepted Him?" He go, "Yeah, I just came from church." I said, "Oh, praise the Lord!" 
So had almost thirteen and that says if you should die, yeah. And they read it and he's like, Wow, oh, that's cool. You know, I just talked to him about the Lord and since they woke up and went in and I told him, you know something, I'm not afraid to tell anybody about Jesus Christ. And he's like, that's good. <laughs> I got this boldness just came over me. You know, I just say it. Boldness. We are very bold. bold. When do you, you know, it's bold. Shy little Mary. Yeah. Mary, you, you say it come over you. I don't think it ever left you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, some extra then. Who else? You have it. No, no. Go I ahead. Know, I had, praise the Lord that I had a good week. Got a lot done. Got my backyard fence. Well, my neighbor did the backyard fence, but it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's, right. it's probably half mine. <laughs> And uh, got some yard work done. So it's been a good week. All right. Good accomplishments. Who else? Anybody? Paula. Yes. I love the Lord and I know that He loves me. There you go. And that's why I can love Him. We do love Him because He first loved us. That's what it says, and it's absolutely true. Carrie, what's your praise, buddy? I've been buddy? on Subway for a month now, and I don't miss it at all. <laughs> Since I've been out, I've visited about 25 Subways around Houston. And in fact, after church, I'm going to go up to Pasadena and visit one today. Yeah. <laughs> Did you sell your short? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's been a month now. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. No, I fix in their toasters. Oh, okay. Got that high-powered toaster machine that they keep breaking and Carrie knows how to fix them. So. Um, well, not that they keep breaking, but there's quite a few around and after time, as everything, it wears out. They deteriorate. Yeah, sure. There's only two more weeks of tax season. Yes. Only they two more that. weeks of tax season. I love doing it, but boy, but the get time it gets to the end, I'm like... Well, for some people, there's two more weeks of tax season. <laughs> yeah. I understand. After tax season, they're going to take my that sign away from my parking place at Kroger. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I never pay attention to it anyway. I just park there anyhow. <laughs> okay. Who else? Did anyone else watch the Ten Commandments last night? But I've seen it a lot. No, but I've read them recently. Was that the one? I don't watch movies. Oh. Is that the one with uh, Charles Heston? Charlton Heston. Yeah. Yule Brenner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know Charlie, but I know Yule. Yeah. What do you think? Enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. Any any other praises before we get into this uh, book about this lady? Yes, Lisa. Well, um, I. Thank God that my phone, which I dropped constantly, uh, wasn't broken. The screen was blacked out, and um, I didn't want to have to go through the hassle of the process of loading and reloading. And we just had to pay 100 bucks for a screen and a screen protector. I handed her phone to the repair guy, and as soon as he touched it, it lit up. That's called magic. I said, you healed it. <laughs> 
come to find out the place where the screen was broken was uh, up at that right hand corner where he said no it's it's this corner right here anyway it uh, lost there's a connection right there apparently that was disconnected but she got her phone back we're studying proverbs it's a book about wisdom john (laughs) okay that's, is that it? Anybody else? All right. Proverbs 31. We are sometimes fairly, fairly soon going to finish this book. But right now, what we're, what we're discussing today, and the same thing we did last week, we're looking at the traits, the character traits of this virtuous woman. You know, she has uh, opened her mouth with wisdom, and she has taught her son, whom we... Pretty, pretty sure is Solomon. A lot of necessary things here in the first nine verses. And then from 10 through the rest of the chapter, which is verse 31, uh, this is about the nature of what we call a virtuous woman. Virtuous woman is hard to find. And she's not very affordable. Her price is far above rubies. Little Ruby was at home team running around like she does. Little Ruby Manigold. And I told her, I said, did you know your name is in the Bible? She looked at me like, you know, like four-year-olds normally look at people. Her price is far above rubies. That's the only mention of ruby that I know of in the Bible but it's not that kind of ruby the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil we talked about that there's two or three ways to take that I think we figured out which one is the right one this verse 12 is an incredible verse not very many uh, people women or otherwise live up to this verse She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Good and not evil all the days of her life. There's never a time that she's going to change this. A lot of uh, ladies would would say, well, that was then and this is now and I don't owe him anything. No, you don't. But you owe Jesus a lot if you're a Christian and you owe him to do what he told you to do and there it is right there in front of us from verse 13 on we find several traits in her life and what we were discussing and will today is how does this translate to modern times first one was she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands Uh, We talked about that. We talked about, last week actually, we talked about the value of getting up early. She ariseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. You ladies might might want to make sure the household gets reminded that she has help. There's a maid, several actually, from time to time. Uh, verse 16 so here we are now to verse 16 
And so we want to, we want to know how this is going to apply. If, if you're going to be this person, how would this particular aspect of her life apply today? She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. What's that tell you about her? She's very smart. Smart. She's wise. We know that. By the way, we are pretty certain that this is talking about Bathsheba. And there's one thing that I want to just mention here. This woman and who she is. Matter of fact, if you get over here to uh, verse number 29. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. So that kind of puts her as the model for all of this. She's the example. But she wasn't always a wise woman, was she? Was Bathsheba always a virtuous woman? No. No, she wasn't. We know she wasn't. What's that tell you? You can change. Yeah, you can change. That, that you don't have to stay at that at that station in your life. You you can grow spiritually. You can grow mentally. I th- I think that's you a- get to God. The more the more you sound intelligent. I think that's a message of hope. Don't you? Jerry, go ahead, buddy. Pastor, I got, a, I got a question. Something came to mind. Um, uh, Uriah was a Hittite. So did, do we assume Bathsheba was a Hittite also? Or? No, no. No no reason to assume anything there. Well, what was she then? Do we know? Yeah, she was a beautiful woman. We know that. Whatever brand she was, she was... Something else, obviously. You know, you could you could you spend a lot of time examining motivation and why would she do something like that? Well, when the king calls you, you answer. I mean, it's not it's not all just that's what she wanted to do or why she did. There's there's a lot of things to be considered there. Was she justified? Was she, I, I don't know. God isn't telling me a whole lot about those kind of things with her. But I know one thing. When the king calls, you don't say no. Yes? Just a comment. Uh, I, I perceive also that uh, I remember when I was young and got into studies. What do you mean when you were young? You still got hair, mostly. <laughs> the, the, the time that you come to understand something new and it basically affects you, change your mind and your attitude and your perspective, is you become self-realized through an experience that occurred and then all of a sudden it affects your character, your ways, and your conduct. Yeah. We can all say, uh, boy, if I had that to do over again, I don't say that, by the way. Never. Because Never. I know that if I had it to do over again, I'd probably mess it up worse than I did the first time. <laughs> Go ahead, Lise. I can't remember the scripture that that brought this home to me 
sometime in the past year. Um, I mean, I know facts and things, but sometimes it's not, you don't grab it in your heart yet, but I know God works all things together for good for them who love God and are the call according to his purpose. Right. And I am one of the call because those are the people who answered his call and are saved. And um, But I've carried a lot of guilt through the years for past things that I've done or not done. And, um, and I've realized that because he's not constrained by time, as we are, he already knows what my choices are going to be, and he's already worked it together for good. Yes. A long time ago, so I don't even need to worry about anything. He he knows every step I'm going to take. Some of them might be his idea, some of them might be my, be my okay. idea, but he already knows, and he's already worked it out for the future. All right. Okay. Okay, let's go back to the subject of verse 16. She considers a field and buys it. And then with the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. Who's doing that now? And what's it look like? Well, um, I want to say something about that first. Okay. Because you're talking about long days ago and pertaining to now. Okay. I take myself for instance. I serve in the Lord. The Lord has helped me in lots of ways. And I'm driving around and I see a piece of property. And I have, hey, I could buy this property because it will help me when I get older. I'll have money coming in for rent it out. And exactly what I did. did it with two properties. And now it's a blessing. Now, that idea was from the Lord, not from me. He gave me that idea. So back to what you're saying. So saw it, you did it, and you? So, some modern time like well, he showed you an opportunity I've been telling my kids this forever is go through life with your eyes open watch what's being brought in front of you pay attention to what's going on around you I think of Glenda when I read this verse she considers a house and buys it exactly and then gets all her friends to come over and help her paint it. <laughs> that's smart, yeah. That's, that's God. Every time he is the one in control of all of it. Yeah, in modern times, no, that's what I do. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth the vineyard. Let me ask you something here. Do you think that Bathsheba planted that whole vineyard? No. No, no. she got help. Oh, she had her maidens out there. She, yeah. She's like a... Might have, it's real iffy, but might have even got her husband out there. I don't know. You know, that's 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 not easy to do. Ask Trish. It's not easy to do. Or ask Lisa. (laughs) She'll she'll tell you that's not easy to do. But uh, with the fruit of her hands, she planted the vineyard. I tell you how I tell you how I see that going down. She takes a, a clipping, a vine that has been transplanted and started to bear roots and she gathers her help around and they get they get the ground prepared and then she sets the rows and she does one and she says this is how I want it done exactly this way and she plants that one and then she goes about looking for the next opportunity 
and the vineyard gets planted, and it gets planted exactly the way she wants it done. She supervises it. And someone would say, Bathsheba, that's her vineyard. She planted that vineyard. Would they be wrong in saying that? No. No? She was in charge of it. You know, if you came over to my house and and you said, uh, Pastor built that house, or this church building for that matter, would it be wrong to say that? No? No. Wouldn't be wrong at all. Would it be wrong for me to brag on that I did it all by myself? Yeah, yeah. yeah it would. <laughs> yeah, it would because we don't do we don't do anything by ourselves. We don't. You say, "Well, I did." No, you didn't. By and by him, all things consist. If you read the book of Colossians. Matter of fact, let's just take a little field trip and go over to Colossians for a minute. You know, there are several passages in the Bible that tell us about creation. You know, I've asked people in times past, who actually created the heavens and the earth? Was it the Holy Spirit? Was it the Father? Was it Jesus? Who, who was it? You say, well, it was God. Well, they're all God. Who, but who was it? Well, almost everybody says, well, it was, had to be the Father. Nope, wasn't Father. Bob? Yeah, for, for a long time, uh, and that was my assumption. I thought it was the Father, but I know... Most people do. Yeah, but I know in, in Genesis it says in the beginning, the Word with, was with God and without God. The word, you know, there was. The word was God. That's this is John one, Mm -hmm. which is probably the book we're going to study next. But Gilbert, in Colossians, by Him all things were made through Him, for Him, and without Him, him there's not anything made that was made. It was Jesus, and here in Colossians, it tells us more about that. It gives glory to the Father. Look in verse number 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet or fitting or prepared to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by him, who are we talking about? Jesus. Jesus. We're talking about Jesus Christ. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. Now this is the part that I really wanted to take you here to see. And by him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. What I want you to, to get from this part is that you have never done anything by yourself. Nor will you ever. 
how does death come? Does Jesus, we know that he controls it. Does he just, does God have to kill you for you to die? Good time is set. Well, you do die because he, the appointment that he set, yeah, he is, it comes. But how does it work? Does he stop your heart from beating? Or does he just not continue to keep it beating? Is there a difference? What holds all the planets in their position? I mean, they all of the planets have a, a gravitational pull, right? And what kind of balance must be must be existing in all of that for every one of them to say exactly in their place? Who and and who controls that? God does that. Well, Jesus does. That's whose job that is, Daryl. That's a wonderful thing you're saying. If you think about it. Chairs and all this matter. These atoms all sticking together make matter. Who holds all that together? Uh, who, all, the one that makes it matter. That's right. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Yeah. Go ahead, Gilbert. Just a comment. You know, it is a bewildering or a paradox to be thinking that he also created evil, but not in the senses of a product that he intended to because he did not take a choice of mankind and even the angels would they rebelled. But in other words, and he puts it in the Isaiah that he created evil, which is very difficult for us to grasp theologically. Yeah. And because why would God create evil? And then he states it for the day of decision. In other words, the day of judgment. And so... It is uh, unique to see that everything created is encompassed by Jesus, through Jesus, for Jesus. Amen. What we're talking about is very controversial. I've had people leave because I said it was Jesus that created the world. Literally. Get mad at me and just leave. I've had people leave because I pointed out that it, and I said, God says that he creates evil. They asked me, so I'm going to tell you what the scripture says. If you ask me something, I'm not going to pretend I don't know, or, you know, I'm going to tell you what it says. But the fact is that Paul said this. He said, he said, what do you have that you did not receive? This is in Romans. And if you received it, why do you glory as though you didn't? Why do you glory as though you're responsible for the brilliant mind that you have? Where'd you get where'd you get that, that ability? Where did you get those brain cells that are doing all that amazing stuff? I tell people they start graphing about the heat in Texas. I tell them, well, that's why God made air conditioning. And they say, Well, God didn't make air conditioning. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, every every good and perfect gift. And don't tell me that air conditioning isn't a wonderful gift, because it is. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. It comes from the Lord. Gilbert, go ahead. One more comment. Uh, 
Jesus himself with the disciples asked uh, James specifically says show us the father he goes John the father and I are one though you have not seen him if you've seen me you've seen the father amen and by that that one phrase and by him all things consist and to keep everything from flying apart everything consists because of his power it's it's how did he do it amazing grace well he spoke it into existence everything but me and you mm-hmm. and he used his hands for us so anyway we'll go back actually that reminds me of the the lesson I did with the youth group on laminin yeah not to get off on that but it reminded me of that that's the substance that scientists discovered so yeah we're going to move into the next verse for just a little bit here we know that it's not uh, very reasonable to think that she saw the property bought this property cultivated the land and planted all the all the vines she ran that all practicality based on how everything else is done based on wisdom uh, she did that just like uh, uh, and and people are doing that now if they're wise if they listen to God talking to them yeah well it takes a it, it takes a little practice to to be able to listen to the Lord sometimes yeah another practice yeah the New Testament says that bodily exercise profiteth little. And I was told that every little bit helps. This verse, number 17, says, She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. Now, there is, there is strength that isn't physical. Verse 25 says, Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. However, some of us haven't taken all that good care of our body. She girds her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. This one's got to be the easiest one today. What's that look like today? It looks like a, I, I think it looks like a gym membership. I don't know what you think. But. Either either that possible, maybe it's there are some people that are allergic to work, physical work. I don't think this woman was. I know she gets up early. Or I know she I know she cooks. I know she goes long distances to get what her family needs, food and clothing. And I know she didn't have a car. Well, I didn't have a uh, I imagine she probably had a couple of burrows. Physically hardworking, maybe. What do you think? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. 
hard work for us to do. Gilbert? Part that's also spiritual, what does uh, this woman so is that wisdom. And as I'm reflecting on the Proverbs, wisdom is accounted to be a female personified. But in truth, uh, she has these applications on herself. Obviously, she's wise enough to take care of herself. It means a lot.